Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We have a nice topic to talk about today. It's something that is near and dear to my heart because I have spoken with thousands of clients and, uh, you know, students and uh, people on the show. And one of the things that people get really, really caught up in is the past, is our past. And we're sort of taught to look to the past in order to predict the future or that we have to release the past in order to be able to get on with things. And it's kind of just not so. So (laughs) we are going to spend tonight, for a portion of tonight anyway, talking about the past and um, just what how it really, what it really plays into, what it all means, and, and how we can kind of uh, let that go and move on in our lives with a lot more ease and a lot less guilt and um, just, you know, have some blocks dissolve right as we speak. Just from your awareness, uh, there's some perceived blocks that will just naturally disappear once you understand kind of how it works. So, we're going to talk all about that, and if you'd like to ask a question tonight, the number to call in is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this. I want to start with just a little reminder, and I think I even did this last week, but I'm going to say it again just because I know a lot of new folks are coming um, and listening into the show. Um, it all goes back to two things. First of all, let's talk about our energy. So we know that we've talked about many times, but I'll say it again, that we're all a big, giant ball of energy, and we then have a portion of that energy take on a lifetime in a physical body, so kind of like getting in a car, and we drive around in that car. A portion of us is in the car. The rest of us is outside the car being the GPS system for the car helping to navigate it, helping to let it remind it of what its goals were to begin with, helping to keep it out of harm's way, helping it to get through different, you know, difficult situations, helping it to move forward so that it can get you, you know, happy places in its life, the whole thing. So we are always working in conjunction with what we call our higher self, that self, that bigger portion of us, that, you know, our totality, I guess is the best way to say it. So when we have that bigger version of us and it chooses to be in a body, it chooses actually, and this is where we move into the parallel um, conversation, it chooses many bodies, many lifetimes to have simultaneously. We call it an infinite number of parallels of choices that we have. And so with that being said, 
where does the past actually fit in? If we have all of these lifetimes going on simultaneously and in the energetic world there is no past, present, future, there's just parallel side by side by side, where does the past fit in? So that's actually how it works, is that everything is happening simultaneously. So you get to choose. And there are aspects of you that are, you know, hanging out at the fall of Rome. There's an aspect of you that's a bag lady or black man. (laughs) There's aspects of you that's a surgeon. There's another version of you that's an astronaut. There's all different versions of us. We have all different, um, there's a version of you that's really angry right now and a version of you that's really joyful right now and a version of you that's sleepy and that's hungry. Every different feeling that we have actually is like a little strand. I like to liken it to like angel hair pasta. It's like a little strand. Uh, And we choose moment by moment, nanosecond by nanosecond, parallel by parallel. Each parallel is actually a frozen frame. And as we choose them side by side by side by side by side, it creates motion. It creates what is perceived as motion. And this all might sound a little, you know, far out and esoteric, but it's actually how energy is structured. So with that being said, we linearize in the physical world, we have a tendency to linearize, right? That's because that's how we organize operating here with all of these billions of people and, um, you know, seasons and all that kind of thing. So we have a very linear approach, but it's really just the illusion of earth living. It's not really how it all works. So, when we're talking about the past, what we're really talking about is an alternative parallel. And I'm not saying alternative facts because this is real, okay? We're talking about alternative parallels, meaning that if you have something that's registering for you as the past, you know, when I was 12, I did this. That 12-year-old version of you still exists. You just moved on from that 12-year-old version to the 13, 14, and so on. The version of you that, let's say, um, let's say you want to lose weight. Well, the version of you who, and you have 20 pounds to lose, the version of you who is 20 pounds less already exists. The version of you who used to be 20 pounds less still exists. The version of you that was once 80 pounds overweight still exists. And what we do when we shift, when we change, when we go for a healing, when we, you know, what, meaning that we choose to heal, we choose to not participate in that state of being any longer. So when it comes to healing the past, what you're really doing is not healing it because that version of you will always exist. Nothing ceases to exist in energy. It continues to exist. It's just that you choose out of it into a version of you where that's not part of your experience. Okay, so when we're talking about the past, we have been taught to use it as an indicator, right? And whenever we try to make a decision in our current waking state, in our lifetimes right now, we have a tendency to look to the past and look to other people, look to circumstances, in order to make a decision as to whether we should or we can move on. And 
a lot of times we'll get into a situation with a therapist or a healer or whatever, and they'll say, well, you really can't get on with your life until you have, you clear the past. And what it does is it forces us to keep our past as our present because we're being told that unless we fix the past, which really isn't fixable, it's only choose outable. <laughs> I just made that up. It's funny, I was making, I was talking to my this is a side now, I was talking to my mom this morning and I started making up words and she's eighty four and she said she said, Is that a word? I I forget what it was. And uh, I forget the word, but I came up with some kind of word. And she said, Is that a real word? Is that a real word? And I said, No, actually I just made it up. She said, Don't you do that to your eighty four year old mother. I'm trying to go through my thing and she goes, Of course it's one of your stupid <laughs> made up words. But anyways, um, you you can't choose out of you can't uh, heal the past. What you can what you're actually doing is choosing out of it. Okay, so just by sitting in that chair and saying someone telling you, well, you know, you really can't move on until you heal these past wounds and you handle your woundedness and your shadow and all of this stuff. People have a tendency to think, okay, this, this is one person and I have all these flaws and I have to fix all these flaws before I have permission to go forward. And, you know, it, it is so limiting. It is one of the biggest straitjackets of limitation out there. Because once you understand that these are parallels that you've chosen to have an experience in. So let's say you're looking at a situation that you'd like to move forward to, but you feel like, okay, I have, you know, fear because, um, I went through emotional abuse in the past with somebody and I'm afraid of going into a new relationship now. And it triggers, and just the thought of being in that new relationship, or you start a new relationship, but then you have these triggers that cause anxiety because of past, in air quotes, experiences that, you've, you've, you know, that you're famil- more familiar with. Okay? When you look at those, uh, what we would call in traditional terms, past experiences, what I'm saying in, in our new, you know, frequency-oriented conversation, parallels, side-by-side parallels of experience, um, previ- you know, of alternate experiences. So you had a time where you were in a relationship and you had, you know, it was emotionally abusive. Now, you're, let's say, you're single and you're starting to date and you're having triggers. Um, when that new person does certain things, um, say they don't call you today, they call you tomorrow, you get nervous that you're being abandoned, this type of thing. Your orientation of why you're getting nervous is because you've had an experience with someone else who's done that. However, um, it's not really past. It's parallel. And when you left that parallel and you stepped into the I'm now single parallel, and then you stepped into the I'm now going to date parallel. In the earthbound idea, we're on a continuum of, uh, in the earthbound idea, we're on a continuum of, um, you know, past, present, future. But in a parallel reality perspective, we're just in choice, 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 a choice of experience. Okay? So if you have that choice, and you recognize that you're not permanently flawed unless you choose to stay in that parallel where you're confused. Now, there is a parallel we call them purgatory parallels where we're just in a state of confusion, right? So we're kind of straddling. I talk to my clients about this. 
we're straddling two lanes. We have one foot in one lane and one foot in the other lane. We have a foot in the lane of clarity and a foot in the lane of confusion. <clears throat> a lot of times, choosing confusion because we have another thing that's causing us stress. We have ambiguity of the future. Uh, and I'm using the future. I'm using these past and future words to keep our conversation organized, okay? But we have a fear of the unknown of what could potentially be next because we have a tendency to think that our circumstances are happening to us instead of us actually choosing those circumstances. Okay, now remember, the higher self, our bigger version of us that's navigating us, helping us to navigate in our little body cars, okay, is helping us to choose parallels. It's it's suggesting. It's giving us suggested directions to take. You always have free will, so you can actually go around that. You know, the wild card of human being in this is that you always have the free will to go around what your higher self is suggesting and not do it, right? You always have the free will to choose whatever you want. But your higher self, and this is through the, you know, through intuition and all that, signs and symbols of synchronicity, is always trying to guide you to the path of least resistance, to um, the path of efficiency, to the path of extraordinary joy, you know, these types of things. So it's trying to navigate you out of harm's way and into, you know, good things. When you are dealing with a relationship where you are, again, having triggers, and you say, oh, I have to go heal my past before I can get into relationships, I have to go heal my past, what are you actually doing when you, quote, heal your past? You go to the therapist, you sit down with the therapist, the therapist says, okay, well, what did you go through? Oh, I went through this, this, and this. Okay, you get some clarity around that, okay? And, and you know, but a lot of people get clarity, but then they come back the same week and, oh, I still have to heal. Okay, all right, let's get some more clarity. Okay, and then they away the next week and they don't do the whatever work they need to do and they come back, oh, I still, I, I, I think there's something else. I think there's something else. It's not that there's something else. It's that they're continuing to choose the same parallel of purgatory. They're choosing the same parallel of if there's got to be something wrong with me so I can't move forward. So they're waiting for the therapist to say, no, you're healed. No, this is normal. This is what it looks like when you're healed. You are now officially healed. Go forth and date. And they say, oh, I'm healed. Okay, I'm going to go forth and date because I got permission from the therapist that I'm healed. You know, or I, I'm not reacting the same way as I used to react, so I must be healed. We're not reacting the same way you used to act because you chose parallel. We're not reacting the way you used to react. You're now reacting in a different way. But here's the kicker. The version of you that the used to version of you, the, you know, the version of you that used to have these, these triggers and that used to feel these, you know, uh, you know these, these stressors, that's no longer feeling, that version of you that used to feel that is still in existence. She's still right there. However, because you've chosen a different parallel, you've moved on to another version of yourself that does not carry that. So is the past healed? No. The past, is, you know, that, that version of you still exists. It's, you've chosen a healed version of you. You've healed, chosen a version of you that doesn't carry that. This works really well with weight loss. So um, 
it's interesting. I, I've actually used this for myself. Let's say you want to lose 15 pounds. The version of you, and, and you're walking around in the version of you that has 15 extra pounds. The version of you that doesn't have extra pounds already exists. The version of you that doesn't that that never ever was overweight already exists. The version of you that is 80 pounds overweight exists. All of these versions of you exist. If you identify with, and whatever you focus on creates, right? So whatever you focus your energy on, that's what you're holding up to that quantum field to the grid. So that's what creates, right? Because that's what you're commanding to do. That's the parallel that you're choosing. A lot of different ways to say this stuff. And if you're getting confused, it's okay. Just listen to a bunch of the podcasts and you'll start to catch on or take a class or something. But this is like, you know, I, I really want to help you to kind of just get the gist of it. And then you can listen to the podcast over and you'll, you'll get more from it each time you listen. So you have this 15-pound overweight version of yourself that you're currently experiencing, okay? You now can choose the version of you that either never had the weight and then your body will automatically adjust to that frequency if you operate as such, or the version of you that healed from that, that you know, that uh, lost the weight, and you're perceiving yourself as someone who had a successful diet and lost the weight. Either way, when you change your perception and you hold that frequency and align with that by staying consistent, the grid will present the version of you, you know, that you've chosen. You can choose the version of you that lost 15 pounds and gained it back. She's very different than the person who who uh, never had the 15 pounds from the version of you that had the 15 pounds but um, lost the weight. You know, there's all different versions of you that are available. So it's interesting because I decided to choose a version of me that never had the issue in the first place. So in the past, I've been all kinds of diets and um, was very stressed out about diets because, you know, you're giving up your food and your pizza and you're this and that. And I've done a lot of emotional work because so I don't have emotional eating issues anymore. However, um, I noticed that when I went on this diet, this recent diet, I didn't care at all, and I still don't. I don't couldn't care less about the food that I'm not eating. I don't, I don't, I don't care. And it's a very different feeling than anything I've ever been through before. Because usually you kind of go through um, a, a a stage where, you know, especially in the beginning, you've got to go through this stage of like weaning off of things and everything. I was eating very clean anyway, so it's probably part of it. But there are certainly things that I'm not eating now that I was before. No issue. No issue. Why? Because I chose the parallel of Mari who, did, who never had the weight to begin with. So if I never had the weight to begin with, there's not, I'm not really trying to fix anything. I'm adjusting to the version of me that never had the weight to begin with. So the diet is the easiest thing I've ever done. They're, you know, they give you diet coaches and everything, and this lady's calling me, oh, you know, oh, how you doing? Oh, my gosh, you know, you need support. Oh, no, I don't need any support. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, I don't need it. I don't care. I'm like, kind of like, why? What, what do I need? Oh, because most people, you know, they start this thing, and, uh, you know, you want me to text you and email you and call you. No, I don't need it. I'm good. I'm fine. Oh, did you get the first day? Yeah, it's fine. Did you drink your water? Yeah, I'm fine. Did you eat the thing? Yeah, I'm fine. Did you cheat? No. I I don't care. 
I just don't care. And it's because I'm in the parallel that never had the way to begin with. And it's fascinating because I can feel lighter each day. Now, there is a bridge when you when you start this parallel work and let's say you're okay, you're in this space, you're having these emotional triggers and you're choosing the version of you that never had the emotional triggers and never had experiences before, never had the weight before there is a we call them, they call them bridge incident, a bridge of um steps that get you from point A to point B or point A to Z. Okay. So I am I am doing a diet, I am exercising and this type of thing, but it's so easy because it's who, because I've stepped into the parallel of never had the weight before. If I never had that weight, I would be very athletic. I would be exercising. I would be, um, you know, eating well. I would be eating six meals a day, all that kind of stuff. It's just, it's just part of my natural way of being and I'd be out doing fun things. Well, that's so so as I'm going from the version of me that has to lose weight to the version of me that has never had to lose any weight, you know, because we're going through that we're we are making that choice and that stepping forward towards that. Um I'm choosing to to orient myself from the um from the point of never having the weight in the first place. So what does that do? It eliminates all of the emotional struggles. It eliminates all of this, you know, any kind of attachment to food. It eliminates a whole lot of things because if you're in the version of you that never had it before and you really, you know, step into that frequency and you really align yourself in that frequency, you will find that your whole react structure of reactions, you know, your whole, like, catalog of the way you react will be oriented from the parallel you're choosing instead of the parallel that you're moving away from, unless you choose backwards. Okay? So it's a very interesting phenomenon, but it really does work. And I never ask you to do anything I haven't done myself. This is not my first rodeo with this type of thought by any means. Um, But I've watched and I've helped my, you know, my private clients and um, with this, these concepts, and they're doing extraordinarily well uh, from all kinds of different things in their life, not just weight loss and relationships. You can apply it to anything. Um, but do you see the difference, the power in choosing forward instead of choosing to orient backward into trying to fix something that you can't fix, you can only choose out of? Okay? I repeat that. You can't fix anything. You can only choose out of it. And what most people wait for is permission. And where do we get permission from? I have a chapter about this in my book. Hang on, let me just take a sip of tea. Okay, my throat's still a little dry. I have a chapter about this in my book, in the AHA Factor, uh, about permissions. Permissions. Who are we? We who, we are we all um, just because of the way we're raised. We get we need a per- permission from to go on the field trip, you know, permission from the teacher that you know now you can now graduate because you you know did this criteria. So we're kind of raised to seek permission, but then as we get into adulthood, we kind of still seek permission as if you know 
what we and people we consider to be superior or somebody that we have to please our spouses um, sometimes even our kids our you know bosses and things like that society permission to get something someone to say yes you can do that yes you can you're allowed to go forward yes of course you should do and you know um uh, it, it 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 really gets in the way because it's an illusion. You can give you're your own best permission slip. Now, if you are let's say getting certified to scuba dive and you, you're you're looking to the expertise of that that teacher, the diving instructor, to say yes, okay, you've mastered this skill enough that you should be ready to go for a deep dive. Of course, you want to follow the direct the directions, right? So I'm not saying that you're gonna. Uh, ignore wisdom or, you know, uh, rights of anything that we're doing. Like I've had so many people, I, I work with people on finding their passion and following their passion and making their passion into, you know, a career and this type of thing. I've done this for decades. And um, it's a real, it's like a pastime on mine. I really enjoy that process. Um, and one of the things I often hear is how, well, my my husband doesn't like the idea. And, you know, my family doesn't support me in this. And I wish they would just support me so I can go forward. I wish they would just support me so I can go forward. And I always say, if you want them to support you, get successful at it, and then they can't argue. Get successful and extraordinarily happy, and nobody can argue with that. And if they do, then they don't need to be in your life in, in a big way. But what we do, we have a natural tendency to default to the people that we consider to be authorities in our life. And even if it's your peer, like your spouse, they're still like, you know, you want that person to still love you. You don't want to be abandoned. You don't want to get a divorce. You're, you know, you have a, you know, you have a camaraderie. You have a, a, a relationship, so there's always compromise and this type of thing. But that compromising in a healthy way is very different than seeking approval and staying stuck until someone goes ahead and agrees with you. Okay, and that's what I'm talking about is permission from the wrong places. Okay that can really hold you back. And what happens is when you do get stuck and you're waiting around for someone to approve of you, you get off on a tangent. And instead of picking the version of you that's already doing what it is you want to be doing, you start picking backwards to, you know, how did I get to this point and why am I in this relationship with this person that doesn't help me and is he ever going to support me and is he ever going to agree with me and how are we going to get through this? And the, and you go off on all these tangents and what does it do? It keeps you from choosing the parallel where not only you're successful at what you want to do and you're happy at what you want to do, but that particular person is very congenial about what you're doing because that parallel exists. Frequency is an interesting thing. Um, each parallel comes with its version of the cast of characters in your life. What I mean by that is, as you choose the parallel, where you're 30 pounds lighter, there's a version of that where you're, and, and, and you choose the parallel where you're 30 pounds lighter and you're happy and you're healthy and you're joyful and you're going off and doing your fun things. There's a version of your spouse that goes in with that, that shows up with that high frequency parallel. And that version of that spouse is very supportive of that. Then there's a version of you that may choose a parallel where you don't have 
that supportive person. But if they're out of frequency alignment, not only will they leave, you will probably be the one to leave because you won't feel, it will be leaving without hysteria. It will be like, you know what, we just parted ways. Just, you know what, we just weren't seeing things the same way anymore. I don't even have any real remorse about it. I just feel like, yeah, you know, it's just not, I don't know. I just I just didn't want to do it anymore. So I just decided, okay, I, you know, we had a nice, uh, as, as well as can be expected, congenial divorce, and we move in our separate ways and we're co-parenting. It actually all seemed to work better now. That is actually frequency alignment. Okay, because you've chosen another version of yourself and that person is not going to come along for that frequency ride, but you can choose that version where that whole process is congenial. It does not have to be contentious unless you choose the parallel where it is. So um, all the how-tos is kind of too big for a radio show, but what I'll say is one of the ways to start, one of the things you can do to um, this yourself is with journaling. It is so powerful, okay? It is so powerful to be to pull out your notebook and to just sort of mind map your way through this because if you're not doing this work on a regular basis with a mentor and all that kind of stuff, sometimes it can get a little confusing. But what you want to do is say, okay, I'm looking at myself and I'm saying uh, this is where I am and this is where I'd like to be. And I'm going to choose the parallel where I'd like to be. Now, if there's uh, what we call misbeliefs uh, about ourselves that, you know, would, we normally would have said, that, you know, healing the past. You can do clearings on those misbeliefs so that you no longer have a desire to choose those misbeliefs. When I say misbeliefs, um, it was actually a word that was channeled to me, okay, it was, you know, made-up word. <laughs> misbeliefs is a mistaken belief about yourself. So you say, oh, I can never handle eating chocolate. That's a mistaken belief about yourself. You can handle eating chocolate, especially if you choose the right parallel where, you know, chocolate's not an issue. However, if you kind of get yourself, when we say a mistaken belief, not only do we have a mistaken belief, but it's almost like a skipping record. We just choose that mistaken belief parallel over and over and over and over and over again. So it feels like a pattern. It feels like a, a, a past issue that we have to heal. No. It's just a, 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 a continuous choice that we're making, so we're holding it in place. And it's a, it's a continuous choice that we need to become aware of and then make a choice out of, make a choice in a different direction. So when we heal our misbeliefs, when we, when we clear rather, our misbeliefs, what we're really doing is just giving ourselves permission to go ahead and choose a different thing. And we kind of take the charge off of that skipping part. So one of the ways you can do that is to take your journal and write down also, you say, I want to lose 15 pounds. And then you write down all the mistaken beliefs you have about yourself without, you know, that, that have led you to this point. So, you know, I real, I'm ugly with 15 pounds. I can never fit into my clothes. You know, all these things. I, I have a real issue with chocolate. I said, blah, 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 blah. So you have all these different things that you've been uh you know, and you just number them, right? All these misbeliefs, you number them. And then you can just go through and for each one, you can do a clearing on it. Now, there's all kinds of clearing modalities out there. Um, you know, there's tapping, there's Ho'oponopono, which is um, Joe Vitale, uh, a guy by the name of Dr. Hugh Len, um, H-E-W-L-E-N. He does Ho'oponopono. 
<clears throat> which is a Hawaiian mysticism, and it's a, it's a very clearing-orient, clearing-centric modality. Um, excellent, excellent, excellent. Works really, 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 really well. Tapping works well, too. Tapping gets a little bit more um, intricate, and you really don't need to spend a lot of time being intricate. What you need to spend your time with is recognizing those misbeliefs, making a choice out of them, and, if you, and, and doing a clearing on it and moving on making a choice out of it and choosing a different parallel, knowing that you're, you're, you know, that version of you that has that stuff still exists. You're just choosing out of it. So that means you don't have to sit there and try to heal everything and fix everything until somebody says, oh, you're healed. And trust me, there's a good chunk of healers that are never going to tell you, oh, you're healed, oh, you're whatever. They're going to find more things wrong because they have to eat. You know, so... You know, you could be clearing for the rest of the ad nauseum. Now, there's always, on the other side of that, there's always something else that's going to come up to be cleared. But you don't have to keep choosing back to the same thing. Because believe me, there'll be plenty underneath that one, that thing that'll come up. And instead of getting having to go on another crusade, oh, I, heard, I hear this from my clients often, oh, I thought I cleared that seven years ago. I went to see Deepak Chopra, and I, you know, and I spent a whole weekend, and I thought I cleared well, yeah, you did. If you weren't doing parallel work, you probably kind of were so familiar and habituated to those feelings, and they keep you safe in a lot of times, but, but some of those things keep you safe because then you don't have to do the harder thing, which is to function without it, right? Like to, to go and, and, and expand into your greatness, which is a lot scarier than sitting in your, quote, past, unquote, sorting it out because your past you already know. You know all the outcomes. You're just analyzing, and oh, why did he do this? And why did I let him do that? And wow, and you get into this whole spin. So you don't really have to choose that over and over and over again. Okay, what you want to do is choose out of it. Choose out of it, and you'll be amazed that if you do these parallel, uh, the parallel work that I'm talking about. Um, and you do it on a regular basis. So the clearing work, but then also the parallel alignment sessions, you do these things on a regular basis. You really start to focus on this type of work, and you start to put your frequency first. You start to see yourself as, as, a, as, 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 as looking at frequency and saying, does this frequency uh, feed my soul? Do I feel good? You know, and if it's no, then okay, how do I choose? What's the next thing to choose out of? What's the next thing to choose to bring in and choose. And it may be something as simple as, you know, I'm going to drive home a different way or I'm going to make sure I go to the beach today or I'm going to make sure I, you know, get my to-do list finished so I feel light or whatever those things are. But you're going to choose, you know, just you're going to choose out of it. So it's it's actually much, it's, it's a simple process. may not be easy because we're taught so differently, right? We're taught that we're not allowed to move forward until, you know, we heal. Like there's certain people, like somebody will pass away and everybody has this preconceived idea of how long it should take you to get over that person passing away, depending on who it is. Now, if it's a parent and you're a 10-year-old, that's a different thing than if it's a parent and they're 90 and you're 60, you know. Uh, if it's a parent, if it's a, a spouse, you know, you shouldn't, you know, how how soon is she going to date now that he, her husband, you know, passed away or his wife passed away? You know, if they, if they start dating in a month, it's like, oh, my God, that's not enough time. How can he do that? 
be relieved. You know, his wife had cancer and she, it was a long haul and she, you know, they, they had a lot of conversations and they they were kind of releasing the relationship along the way, not necessarily the love, but the relationship part. And so a month later, he's like, okay, I think I want to, I'm ready because he's been living her potential death for four years, you know? So when he, and it hits 30 days out, he's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to step forward. I'm, I may not fall in love with this first person I date, but I'm going to go ahead. People might judge him because they say there's a certain point before you should feel like you have permission to go out because you must honor the dead person. No, that's not true. It's where you feel and what you choose. Is this not true? So it's another way of thinking, right? It's another way of perceiving things, another point of view. Play with it play with it. But I'll tell you what, the most power you will ever have is in your present moment. You will never have power in the past because it doesn't exist. And you will never have power in sitting around analyzing all these things because that means you keep choosing them because you keep focusing on them. So you can choose out of them. Now, when you do the clearing that I was talking about, and you clear each misbelief. I actually have a program on that. If you're interested in the clearing program, we can send you information. It's now an audio product, so I don't have any of these audio products. I have like, I don't know, 35 audio products, and we don't have them on the website, so we're working on that. We're going to have a whole thing. But this is a, a course that I taught, um, clearing, in the parallel, clearing with the Parallels, and it's excellent. And, I mean, I... I did it, I channeled it, I did it for myself, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I wrote down a whole list of misbeliefs, and when I did the clearings on them, I couldn't even remember what I was trying to clear before because they were that clean. I had just let it go and moved on to the parallels where I didn't have those issues. Right? Because as you do the clearing, you're, are you really clearing something, or are you saying, okay, uh, here's a mistaken belief, one, okay, I did the clearing on it, whatever, Thing you're going to do tapping, hopeful and or whatever, and then now you did you finished doing the clearing exercise, so now you've chosen the version of you that doesn't have that issue. That's it, you're done. And it happened for each of my clients. It was amazing how they each said the same thing happened to them. They literally, after they would do a, a round of that type of clearing, they didn't feel connected. They couldn't even really remember what they had written down to clear because it was that done. It was they were just done with it. Because they were in a parallel where it didn't exist anymore. Is the version of them with that list still intact? Sure. They choose back to it, they can. But they did they chose not to. Right? And if they even got any kind of residual, which is not unusual to have maybe two or three let's say you have a list of fifteen things and you clear on all of them and they all feel really good, you might have one or two that come back in a little bit because you're a little bit more attached to those than, you know, the others. Uh, so you just clear them again, right? But you're, what you're doing every time you clear is you are moving, you're choosing the parallel where you just don't have it existing in your frequency anymore. It's so much easier to work with this way than to walk around feeling flawed over and over and over and over and over again. And then paying people to do stuff to you so that you don't, feel flawed anymore, but then leaving and saying, well, maybe I'm not as flawed, but I guess I need to go for another session until they tell me I'm not flawed anymore. 
and those people who you're paying are saying, I hope, I mean, I hope she heals, but not too soon because I still have, I need to do 10 more sessions so she cannot be healed. You know what I'm saying? So you want, you, and I'm not saying all healers are like that by any means. I mean, zillions of reputable people and it's all legitimate stuff and, you know, whatever you feel led to go ahead and use. But just keep in mind that you can accelerate any process by choosing out of it. Okay. All right. Let's see. If you'd like to ask a question, uh, the number to call in is 347-215-9485. And um, we are going to take our first caller. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. So we are going to go with Gigi in California. Are you still there? Hi, Gigi. Yes, I'm still here. Hi, how are you, Marianne? I'm good. good. That's good. Well, um, you know, I was thinking as you were, you know, I was listening, um, because when I first, he screened me, I was like, oh, gosh, I'm not even in that frame of mind. I'm just listening. But, you know, what came up for me was um, this whole idea of I have this uh, back issue for decades now. And um, I keep... Recently, within the last 10 years or so, I I get flashbacks of an incident that happened that concerned my father. And uh, anyway, so not to get into too much detail, I am really putting out there that it's time for me to clear this. I desire to do so. And I'm a little like I'm just deciding now as to how to approach this. And do you have any Mm -hmm. insight around that? I would probably do it in stages because you have a long-term relationship with that scenario. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's it's kind of like long-standing. So it becomes kind of interwoven. Uh, the, the vision that I'm getting just intuitively is kind of like um, when wisteria grows up around a tree. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it kind of like, it's mm-hmm. it's a vine wrapping around, wrapping around, wrapping mm-hmm. around, and so mm-hmm. after thirty years, it looks like it's almost one and the same thing. So in order to to get rid of it, you have to sort of take it out in chunks, right? So I wouldn't necessarily say, okay, today I am now cleared. I know how long there's this issue because you're, there's a certain frequency that you're used to, right? So there's a frequency of of this burden, and of course that's why the back gets involved, you know, because of that the burden. So I would probably, you know, still work with whatever, you know, healers or practitioners you work with, but if you want to incorporate this work, what I do is start to get more familiar with what would life be like without any of this baggage. Because I don't mm-hmm. think you really consider that. I think you consider a lot more of what the baggage is, how does it, how it's been, how you can't get rid of it, how it's feeling that. Oh, no, I so what you're doing is you're I've considered that. Mm-hmm. I've considered what would life be like and imagining myself free of this. Absolutely, for sure, I've done that. Okay. So yeah. then another aspect of it, and it's considering what it would be like and actually being it is two different things. Oh, yeah. So in the, in the alignment work, what you're doing, and this is, this is the difference between parallel alignment work and visualization, in the alignment work, what you're actually doing is remote viewing the, the real version of you that doesn't have that issue. In visualization, mm-hmm. you're saying kind of where you are, but visualizing it not being there. 
you know, visualizing how it might feel if this was not there. So it's still a distance. It's not a being. So in the parallel work, what we do is we step into the version of ourselves. We're actually in it. So when you do an alignment session, we're actually in Mm -hmm. the parallel where it's not there. So what you do when you do that, when you do the alignment type of work, is you actually get connected to the frequency of the choice of it not being there as mm-hmm. opposed to visualizing what it might be like if it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. It seems like a subtle distinction, but it's enormous when it comes to oh, yeah. how it reads out in your it. life, mm-hmm. right? Because what you're doing is you're visualizing, but you're still orienting from the frequency of it's there yep. and you're, you know, because you're not. And, and then when you come out of the visualization, you go back to it being there. When you're doing parallel work, you go into the alignment session, you actually feel the frequency of it not being there, and then you stay in that frequency, and you operate from that frequency, and then it starts to fall away. I'm not saying you wouldn't have to do consistent alignment sessions and some adjustments and probably have some mentorship around it because it's a long-term thing. you know. And then as you let go of things, other things come up, right? Because usually when we have that's been that long, it covers a lot of things because there's a lot of things you didn't have to because you had the pain or this type of thing. So then if it's really all gone and you're in this high frequency and it's not there anymore, you know, what are these things that you are doing now? Do any of them give you anxiety? Do any of them? And you might say, no, no, I love it, I love it. But, you know, you know it's, it's a very interesting thing. Positive living causes a lot of people anxiety because we live in a negative society, right? So maybe um, – and I'm not saying this is your situation, but you as a hypothetical, uh, you know, being thin for someone who's been very, very overweight, it can be very, very distress, distressing, especially since they've been eating and they've been overweight and they've been shielded and they've dealt with rejection and, you know, not being seen and all these things. And then all of a sudden one day they are seen and they're not being, now they're bombarded with attention and sexual attention. And I've seen so many people gain weight back because that all the attention they had always wanted was overwhelming and scary. So they kind of regressed. You know, they chose to, uh, their old self again. So mm-hmm. what I would probably do is um, try to shift to when you're doing, like, what you would consider to normally be a visualization session. Instead, look at it from I'm already free of all of this and kind of go into a, uh, a meditation where you um, feel like you're stepping into the version of you that just never had the issues. Mm-hmm. And see how that feels. And focus on how it's feeling, that lightness, that freedom, mm-hmm. you know, that just like, oh, oh, wow. You know, when you feel, I call it the cosmic giggles, where you start to laugh because it feels so decadent, or you get choked up, and you start to feel a little weepy because it's like such a different feeling. You're really experiencing grace at that point. You're experiencing that, that universal energy of the new frequency. That's when you know mm-hmm. you hit it. And then when you open your eyes from there, and you don't want to count back like in the hypnosis and all that way. You count back, you know, you go, you count down and then you count back up. Okay, you are now be, you are going to come back into the room. And one, two, three, you are now back to where you started. You don't want to go back to where you started. You don't want to stay in the frequency that you created. So when you finish that session, you want to open your eyes and you want to just say, okay. And you can even, ask, that's where you can ask your guides and angels, can you help me to maintain the frequency of the version of me that's never had this? 
has that, you know, whatever oh, it is. Now, oh, I like does that. It mean mm-hmm. that yeah, does it mean that instantaneously, boom, in your physical world, in the slow vibration of earth, that you're just going to no back pain? No. However, what you will find is if you focus on maintaining frequency and that being a priority of your day, or reestablishing frequency, or just staying within the frequency. And you can even pick the parallel where it's easy to stay in the frequency. Okay? When you do that, you will find that your life will start to line up to match that new frequency. And, yes, your back pain will start to reduce on its own, or you'll get some very interesting people showing up in your life who, oh, yeah, I know that issue. Oh, no, we've been curing that for years. Come over here. Oh, that's not a bad thing at all. Here you go. Poof. And there's like, mm-hmm. where have you been all my life kind of a you know, situation, right? The solutions mm-hmm. will knit themselves together because it's part of a frequency that if you're in that frequency, you're operating as that frequency, and you're orienting from that frequency of never having it before, mm-hmm. the past, mm-hmm quote-unquote, past thing can't exist. You literally suffocate it out of your world. And the new version, everything that's matching your frequency, whether that's healers, doctors, you know, whatever, to get the rest of you up to speed in alignment with the frequency you've chosen will show up. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating to see because you're orienting yourself from that place. Does that make sense? I know you can listen yeah. back to this. No, it's already starting to happen, <laughs> so uh, I can okay, validate good. that. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, it, it, you know, it, I have it, a choice. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go I ahead. was saying that I have a choice between two kind of uh, modalities, or maybe doing both. So I guess I was wanting, you know, your um, maybe intuitive hit on either choosing one over another or going with both at this point. But they did just show up, and after all these years, um, they never, you know, no one ever showed up in this uh, capacity, in these, you know, ways, and with these modalities. Um, you know what? So, I think that, I think that um, it's more important for you to do one of these sessions where you just sit and you perceive yourself as the version of you that never had these issues, and then ask the frequency to just say light up the direction I should go this modality that modality both or none because it's really important for you to stay empowered in the frequency yeah um, it, it feels to me like they're both there for a reason it might be one candle kind of one portion another handles something else that the first one doesn't handle so you know mm-hmm. but follow the synchronistic sign just when you said I have two people I could feel the lightness because when I listen to people I always listen to their frequency not their words per se and your frequency lifted as you discussed them as you just mentioned them Mm. so Mm. I don't think either one of them is wrong but if you feel like and this is and this is so important when especially with healing okay because it's not even ethical like professionally ethical for me to say go with that healer over that healer you're talking about a health situation the way that you know, because your body is a psychic antenna, you can do a, a, an alignment session. You can just ask your body, show me which one is most compatible for you. And you will see and just see, close your eyes and say, okay, body, what do you require at this time? And say option A and see the whatever option A look, represent a symbol, you know, like the person's face or their business card or something, or option B. And feel, does your body feel lighter? Does it feel like a sort of a bush of 
breeze, like right now as I'm saying this to you, I know it's the truth because I'm literally feeling a cool breeze. It's like a vortexing mm. that's happening right mm-hmm. now as I'm speaking to you. You might get goosebumps, you know. If it feels mm. a little bit heavy or a little bit like like behind a wall a little bit, then it's a no. But if it feels right. like you kind of feel almost like a light, you feel that little lightness, like, yeah, you know what? It doesn't hurt to try. It doesn't hurt to, you know, ask. And most of the time your body will say, me, I need that, I need that, I need that. And it'll, you know, because your body is, like, thrilled to get the question and finally be recognized for the intelligence that it is, you know, that intelligence being that it is. Okay? Yes. You can also ask that higher self, that bigger version of you that's helping you to navigate. Can you say, override my mental mind and give me knowing? Override my mental mind and give me the knowing what's the right direction. I'm open. And you will see, it'll be, it'll come in like you not believe. Love that. All right. I am definitely, I'm definitely going to use those tools. Thank you very much. Awesome. You are so welcome. Enjoy the rest of your day. Good luck with everything. Keep us posted on how things go. I will. Thank you. You too, Marianne. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks. Take care, Gigi. Okay, next we have Randy in Colorado. Hi, Randy. Randy, are you there? Let's see. One second. Hello? Hey, Randy. How are you? Good. Um, Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. What's your question? Um. I mean, I guess it's similar to career. It, it kind of might, I can't figure out what I want to do in my life. My jobs keep sh- shifting. I thought I liked one of my jobs recently. I mean, there were things about it I didn't love, but I was like happy. And then that kind of just shifted. <laughs> and then I was put somewhere else in the company and it was very overwhelming and very stressful. And now like all of a sudden I'm in a different area I mean, I don't know. I was just offered a job today, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. It's just a totally different. I just can't figure out what I want to do. <laughs> when am I going to figure out what I want to do in my life? Are you asking me that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, When you decide to choose it. But I don't know what it is that I, I want to like choose. Your circumstances. Yeah, but you, you're you're walking around kind of like a uh, victim of circumstance. Like your circumstances is just sort of happening to you, and it's like, oh, I don't know. And that your frequency of complete um, confusion is then coming up as complete confusion in your world. So then it's one off is your job, and you know maybe not, and then this and that. What I would suggest working on, and I know we only have like a minute to say this, but um, what I would suggest for you to work on is. Um, decisiveness and just saying, okay, don't be afraid that you're going to choose the wrong thing because I think that's really the strongest thing that's coming in in your frequency is that you're afraid to choose what you really, really, really want. So what you do is you water down those that's because it's a really strong, and when I'm getting very strong, they're showing me fire in your belly. Like there's something really, really strong within you, but it's, I don't know if it was a childhood thing or something where you lost your confidence, you kind of lost your way. So now it's kind of like, you let this sort of waves take you and then you, you know, then you kind of go into a state of suffering around where the waves put you, but you're actually, it's all generating from 100%. So mm-hmm. what I suggest is um, 
you know, something simple, like going on Pinterest. I know this is going to sound a little crazy, but it, it works for a lot of my clients when you're trying to get find your thing. Uh, really take a piece of paper and write down what do I love the most? What really makes my heart beat? What do my friends come to me with for advice on? What do people see me as an expert at? And then start to just play with the frequency of that. I'm not saying go get a job in it or try to make a career out of it or anything. But until you find a solid frequency of um, where you can kind of stay in one lane, your life is just going to read out all haphazardly like that. So you have, there's going to, it's a process. It's not like, okay, Mari says I should be this. And so and I'm going to get it together in September. No, it's ridiculous to say anything like that. It's up to you. But it's going to take work on your part to and, and focus and decision-making and taking responsibility for the decisions and choices that you make and saying, hey, guess what? Here's the big thing. And this is the thing I'm going to leave you with, okay? Whatever you choose is never wrong because you can always choose again. And I think okay. you have some sort of a, apocalyptic kind of idea that if you choose wrong – everything is going to blow up. So then if you don't kind of choose, you kind of let it happen because the universe is sending it, then maybe it's real. No, the universe is waiting for you <laughs> to say mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and, and, and you can, and if it doesn't feel right, then choose again. You always have that. You always have to choose to again. Yep, to choose again. So now that takes some of the anxiety off of the choosing in the first place. It's kind of like they say, pick a lane. You know, you can't drive on all five. <laughs> you got to pick one. And if you don't like it, change. You know, the lane slows down, change to the lane. But don't change mm-hmm. so fast in life, you know, that you didn't get the frequency of what it is. And I think more importantly for you right now is to give yourself permission to say, I'm allowed to be passionate about something, and even if it sounds really crazy to everybody else, there's a reason why I'm feeling a pull for it and go for that because I know there's something that's in you right now. And I like probably, Pinterest probably, only because... Probably healing. Probably Reiki. Okay. Healing or like... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then now it's time to go, you know, do your Google search, learn everything you can about that. Maybe you need to take a course of study just so you feel more confident, you know, and you get yeah, around... I've taken, I've taken courses. I've actually do it on my family. The other day I felt my daughter's neck. I'm like... She didn't feel any. I'm like, oh my god, I feel a lot of reiki from your from your neck. The next day, she's like, you won't believe my neck is killing me today. Like I could feel things. I know I have mm-hmm. healing powers. I'm. I know I do. I mean, it's not. I don't even think it. I think so it's natural then, for me. So but I did take direction. reiki. I've taken three. I've taken three reiki courses already. I I know all the Good. symbols. So then take more. Not necessarily reiki, but take some other things. And get yourself in groups of other practitioners who've already been successful. You don't want to get in with a bunch of people who are scared. You want to get in with a group where you have very successful practitioners who are ready to share and start mm-hmm. to sort of craft your plan from there. I'm going to have to jump mm-hmm. off because we have to wrap the show, but okay. I hope that's right. been some help. Thank have you. Have a good night. Good luck with everything. You Thank you. All right, everybody. Well, we have come to the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. We will be back here, same time, same place next week. Keep an eye on your inbox because I'm going to be announcing a new uh, master course uh, towards the middle of this week, probably tomorrow or the next day, called Second Chances, and it's going to be all about getting second chances in your life 
with the help of your parallel and multidimensional energy. All right, so it's going to be fun. Starting, they're channeling it to me, so I didn't put it out yet. But once I get the whole thing down and they they, <laughs> they let me know all the details, I will let you know all the details as well. All right, so we will end with my motto, which is: You truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night.